Um, welcome back to the off world of the. Jesus. Hello, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome back to Off the Woodwork Podcast, episode twelve, with myself, South London's very own hunk, Matt Perry, <laughs> Stephen Hall, and Anthony Milne up in Scotland. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the community shield, the charity shield, I should say. Uh, we're going to be going on then to talk about a little bit of the transfers, and then in forty-nine minutes' time, we have a countdown going. We're going to be doing our draft for the FPL, uh, which we'll get Anthony to explain in a minute because he's probably yes. Firstly, before we just go into the chat, I just want to say really quickly, um, have you seen England's new home and away kit? I have not. No, I haven't, actually. They, they have just released the best home and away kit we've probably ever had. All right, that's good. I'm not just saying it. It's not just England, but um, all international home kits, uh, kits came out today. And the level yeah. is absolutely amazing these are, some are these like delayed euro euro 2021 or 2020 kits like they were going to be out for the competition and they've just been delayed now yeah they might be but um yeah but especially um england's home and away kits are lovely portugal's home kit really nice turkey have got a good one france have got a good one yeah um, i just thought i thought i thought i'd pique your interest yeah. in that just quickly as well um before moving on to community show as well uh, i'm assuming you both saw the new england call-up because really? yeah finally I was going to say, do you think he's earned it? Do you think he's going to get game time? I don't. Yeah, no, he probably will now. Um, but yeah, no, he, he, he did serve it, to be honest. I mean, you look at some of the people who made it in. I mean, to be fair, I think the calibre of the squad is actually pretty good in general. Um, yeah, no, I think it's a good Eng- England squad right now. I think it's just going to be same old England, though, always, ex- always underperform in a way. Like, at least with the way the media covers England, you expect them to be, yeah. you know, top five in the world, and they're not. Yeah. Have you seen the new kits yet, David? I didn't like it at all. You didn't like them? No. I'm not really like sure it. either, I'm not going to lie. They look a bit retro. I think that's why yeah. you like them. Yeah, that's yeah I was going to say, that would be exactly why you like yeah. them, Matt. The home, the home kit is, um, it reminds me of um, the kit from, I can't remember what year it was, sometime in the Probably 90s. 98. It might be that one, yeah. I, I think that's really nice. And then the away kit's just... Maybe it's because it's blue, I'm biased, but I, I think they're really nice kits, I have to say. It's got to be a red away kit. It's got to be. They'll nah. have a red as well. Have yeah, there, there, there is a... No. I think, I think there's, yeah, like a third kit that's red. But anyway, um, we'll go on to the uh, charity shield, shall we? Um, so, obviously, it was Liverpool versus Arsenal. Arsenal won on penalties. 5-4, I believe it was Ryan Brewster who missed it. I was watching the game. Um, I, I missed the first 20 because I was actually watching, um, I was watching Ch- Chelsea's pre-season friendly I, I, I'd say Liverpool looks a bit stale maybe is the word mm-hmm. I'm looking for what did you think Ant? yeah at the end of the day it's a glorified friendly so I'm not too worried per se because you know we didn't play well in the community shield last year until the last 30 minutes we lost yeah. that and then we went on to have a great season so you know it's not exactly like we've lost this game oh no we're worried but yeah, to me it shows that Liverpool do need to recruit I think the fact is Wijnaldum, Milner, Fabinho was the wrong call in midfield. I think, think the selection was poor, to be honest. I think Nico Williams had a baptism of fire. He was up yeah. against Aubameyang. That's difficult for any right back, let alone someone who's 18, 19. Yeah. Like I say, I think Liverpool just, I think Klopp got the selection wrong. Do you think? I think, yeah. Do, uh, I was going to say, do you think Carter needs to be a start? <sighs> against teams the way Arsenal play, and Arsenal were sitting back, allowing Liverpool the ball. They weren't coming at them the same way Man City does or 
mm. even Chelsea do. But um, again, it seems like that we need Kite on because Wijnaldum, Milner, Fabinho, they're those kinds of players. They're not the kind that are going to get that creativity going. They'll just mm. string the passes along for like 20 minutes and nothing happens. So there was definitely a change in Liverpool's performance when Keita and Minamino came on. The two of them just brought a new lease of life into the team. Yeah. Created more chances. I think the two of them created more chances in the like 10 minutes than we'd had in the last hour. Yeah, everyone was a bit sluggish and wasteful. I think bringing Brewster on at the 90, like third minute just to take a penalty was ridiculously unfair to him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he's like 19. He doesn't yeah. need that pressure. He's not like... It's, you know, I mean, it's it's not like he's a, a player that's renowned for taking penalties who's just been brought on for. It's not like Milner, let's say, coming on in like the 80th minute for, for example. Yeah. You bring it on a youngster and you could tell it, when he started the run-up, I had a feeling he was going to miss it. You can always tell when a player looks nervous, that can't you, when they're running up to take a penalty. Yeah, a lot of the penalties were all taken. And I think Arsenal, you know, one of our first episodes, we were discussing Arsenal in depth and how much of a shambles mm. they've been. And since then, they have really come on. Um, yeah. They've still got some problems at the back, but Martinez has been a surprise in goal. Aubameyang's looking better and better every time he plays. Shaka yeah. is looking good. You know, whatever Michael Arteta is doing there, he's getting through to those players. Yeah, I will say though, that if Liverpool do not recruit this transfer window, and we've seen the Thiago talks, and apparently now there's some other stuff going on there, if Liverpool don't recruit, they will struggle because they need fresh blood, even if it's just to give competition to their starters, because I think there's a couple of players there now getting a bit lazy. Would you say lazy or would you say complacent? Complacent then, complacent. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the Thiago story, but there's been bits where Liverpool, like Klopp and Fields have come out and talked about oh, our finances, You know, we have to make sure before we spend money. And I'm thinking, yeah. thank God mm. we got top four football, because if we hadn't, we'd be bankrupt right now. Yeah, you know, from the way they're talking, like our finances are in disarray, which we know isn't the yeah. case because this information gets released to the public, and we see Liverpool re- reporting, you know, record turnovers and doing very well financially. Mm. So the idea they can't spend twenty million or thirty million on a player that will yeah. improve the team yeah. makes no sense, and it's very frustrating. Mm. What did you think on the game, though? Like, um, what were your takeaways? Um. I mean, yeah, the thing, the thing is, I, I, I always take the charity shield with a pinch of salt, um, to be honest, anyway. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I thought Liverpool were a bit stale. I thought Arsenal actually looked quite good um, mm. for, for the most part. Um, so, I mean, if, if I was Arsenal, yeah, I reckon top six could definitely be on for them if they, if they keep that up. The problem with Arsenal <laughs> is that consistency is the key. Yeah, they consistently are, but you know what they're like. And they yeah. have to um, keep Albania. They have to keep him. Yeah, he's the difference maker. Well, there's talk that the 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 things progressing well there, but no new deal's been announced yet. I, you are right. Without Aubameyang, Arsenal do struggle. Lacazette's not up to it, and the youngsters aren't quite there yet. Mm. The one thing I'd say is I don't know why Arsenal would look to, look to be selling um, Maitland Niles yeah. after the um, game he had. Well, they, surely they're not going to now, but it's interesting that Wolves have already sold Matt Doherty to Spurs, which would suggest they've got someone lined up, i.e. Yeah. Like the Niles. But he's just, there's been rumours that... Um, yeah, Matt Doherty to Spurs is an interesting one. Um, mm. But just, just before we move on from the charity shield, do you think Liverpool could get by again this season without recruitment? <laughs> it, it, could they get what? Sorry, beat could Bayern? They, could they get past... Could they could they get by without? Could they get by? Like what well, I means 
will they still be able to transfer the title when, if they don't sign Thiago or anyone else? Yeah, of course. I, I, for, for me, Liverpool are still my favourites personally to win the league. With every other team in, improving though, you know, Chelsea have had a ma- massive transfer window so far. They Man have. City have improved. They have. Um, um, I, I still question Chelsea's defence and uh, goalkeeper maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, Silva's good and in the short play, term, but he, he's... Players um, coming from other leagues, you normally give a season to adjust yeah. as well. Like you, It's yeah. normally the second season is the one you judge them on, not the first. Um, yeah. But like, you know, Tottenham have signed players, Arsenal are signing players, Man United are about to announce their first major signing. Why is it that out of all these big teams, not just the big six, out of all these big teams, why is it Liverpool the only team right now who seem to not be recruiting? What do you think, David? I don't know, it's like, where, obviously Liverpool, they haven't spent, they didn't spend barely anything in the last transfer window. I think they only bought Minamino last season. And we bought, we bought Minamino in the January window for 7.25 million. Yeah, so where where is all the money they they yeah obviously they got a lot of money from winning the Champions League they got a lot of money from winning the league where is all that money going? So the two the two big things people complain about. And the so one of them is now. yeah the sponsorship as well is coming and the in. Nike deal. Yeah, they've got big deal. Yeah. So there's people. So one of the James Pierce, who's the Liverpool mouthpiece for the Liverpool Echo, um, said that you know we've got to look at the wage bill. You know we've had no match income for six months, and I'm thinking yeah, but no no club has but they're still spending. Our wage bill, while larger than, let's say, Everton's, isn't is smaller than Chelsea's and Man United's. Um, I look at the, the two points I'll give them is we've developed a new training complex that's about £50 million. But that's been built over a few years. So that's not like a lump sum coming in now. Mm. Um, and then the other thing is um, the, 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 the plans were to expand Anfield. So it would go over 60,000. Um, that's been delayed for a year. But then this is all before you get the Premier League uh, reward money in. So with that reward money, surely... I get Liverpool are being cautious because like, a lot of teams are gambling right now that the coronavirus um, difficulties, like the financial elements, their gambling yeah. won't be as severe. Like it will be over quite quickly. Mm. Liverpool are not. They're, hedge, they're hedging their bets. They're kind of going, let's play this safe. But to me... in Today's game of football, thirty million pounds for a player of Thiago's caliber is it's a nice safe bet. Yeah, to me, it's so, like apparently they're haggling over like eight million pounds, and I'm like, why? Yeah, how dying must it be if Liverpool are like this desperate to save just a little bit of cash? Well, the, apparently the rumours are um, Liverpool are waiting to see if they'll sell Wijnaldum, and if that's the case, then they'll go in for Thiago. But then Barcelona are waiting for Liverpool to sign Thiago to then try and get a cutthroat price for Wijnaldum. So it's, it's a Mexican standoff right now and it doesn't make any sense to me because, you know, the only thing that would make, like, could make that sense is Thiago's demanding 300k, like 300 a week wages and he isn't. Yeah. He isn't. Yeah. Obviously, we don't know the full workings going on inside the club and the financial elements exactly. Mm. But this, if they're not wanting to spend, just tell us you're not wanting to spend. Don't give us um, these, oh, we've got to worry about our finances because that it doesn't really add up. It doesn't whole, add up. Where you know, spending money on complex things doesn't really add up because Tottenham just built a massive new stadium and they're still spending fifty bloody million pounds in Undombele last season. So it's yeah. not it's a, just not really an excuse. Like it's obviously something weird going. Well, like the only signing we've made was um I can't keep forgetting how to pronounce the name, but the new left back. And that was basically the same fee that we let go of Lovren for. Yeah. Half a million more. 
but then there's the fact of, you know, we lost Lalana, Klein and Lovren, three players on a decent amount of wages in this, the end of the last season. Mm. So the wage bill's cleared up. You know, you've got almost, you've got like 250 to 300 a week lying around now, which pays for Thiago's wages. Mm. Um, we've not signed any players that aren't youth players besides Minamino and Tshimikas. I know I've said his name wrong there, but whatever. Yeah, no, it's all um, right. It's, it's understandable. Um, we've not signed anyone but those two since our big summer spending where we brought in Alisson, Fabinho and yeah. uh, Keita. Liverpool fans know there's areas we need to improve. We probably need a backup winger. We probably need another, like, potentially a backup centre-back, you know, another striker, although I'm wanting to give Brewster a try instead of sending him out on loan. But to me, get Thiago for £30 million. You've got a player that's going to be a very important player to Liverpool for the next three years if they do that. Four yeah. years, maybe. He doesn't. He brings something to the table none of the other Liverpool midfielders bring. Yeah, He's got that winner's mentality. You know, everyone saw it in the Champions League. We've heard it for about a month now that, oh, there's this, this, that. And it's, it's just, you know, every, journalists are now just finding new ways to say the same thing they wrote a month ago about this deal. Mm. I don't know what Liverpool are playing at, and I really hope it doesn't backfire. Because if they if they've failed to finish in the top two this season, if they don't bring anyone else in, it, there's, there's a lot of criticism coming the owner's way, if that's the case. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, I, I mean, put it this way: I don't think Liverpool are still going to be in a really bad position now. I, no, no. I think. No. I, um, I mean, as far as competition is um, concerned, I think Liverpool will still win the league. They're, they're, they're probably my bet going into this season. Uh, we're still fresh off the last. Um, I just, I, I think the gap will be closer. Yeah, I, I, I think we'll be seeing some points drop more. Um, I think Chelsea and United are going to close in quite a bit because United, you have to look at the Hopefully. second half of the season. Yeah. Um, what? So moving on now to, to just with Man United, what do you think of their? It's not confirmed yet, but he's supposedly having a medical today uh, or in the coming days. What do you think of Man and United's they, forty-five million pound deal for Donny Van de Beek? He's a good Very player, good. but where would they play him? Like, are they really it's true. like what? Do they really need him? I mean, they've he, got, he, like he can play. He can play yeah. like a forward playmaker where they've got Fernandez. He can play as a deep mm-hmm. line playmaker where they've got Pogba. So, yeah. are they trying maybe to Pogba, Pogba might move into a more defensive player? Nah, but that's but not what Pogba not likes. His... They could <laughs> they could shift to um to because right now they're playing like two midfielders, three attacking like midfield kind of roles, and then one striker. They could move to a two strikers, two attacking midfielders, and mm-hmm. um, two more holding midfielders kind of Alice. role. Unless they move into like a four-three-three, something like that. Yeah, that also works. So, like my, for instance, what I'm meaning is, um, Rashford up front, Fernandez, Van der Beek, Martial. Mm. Sorry, Martial and Rashford up front, Van der Beek, Fernandez behind, Pogba, mm. McTominay in the holding roles. Maybe. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think Van der Beek, yeah, uh, class player. But um, I think yeah. it's a really smart signing in a way because instead of spending a hundred odd million on Sancho. They've brought in another very good young player who a lot of teams were after. You know, he how, had a deal to Real Madrid. Yeah. Early 20s. Early 20s. That's, that's good. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I think he's a good player. I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I'm, I'm really, I can't put that team together at the moment. We'll have to wait and see what they have planned. But Solskjaer has clearly got an idea here. Yeah. I suppose it's also squad depth. I mean, it's a long old season. It's going to be a very tiring season. We've just come off yeah. the back of one. We're going straight into another. Um, so you, you do need that squad depth coming into And again, 
considering they brought in Fernandez and Donny Fandenberg for just more than, let's say, Barcelona brought in Frankie de Jong yeah. or Sancho's going to cost someone, that's some very good business on United's end. Uh, considering some of their poor deals over the past few years, mm. you know, since Solskjaer's come in, they've made some good signings. And I'm actually curious to see how he does. Mm. Um, I don't think they need to improve that defence, though. Yeah, yeah of course. What, what do you think of some of Tottenham's move then? So Tottenham have signed, uh, we discussed Tottenham signing Hoysberg, and then they've just signed Doherty now. Mm. Uh, for me, personally, Doherty, 15 million. Yeah, very good signing. Very good signing. He's, he's Premier League proven, you know. I, 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 I think he, he, he's, he's a really good, he was a really good player for Wolves. Yeah. And, um, if you look at the, um, the touches he has in the opposition's box for a, I mean, uh, for, for a fullback, yeah, he, he looks good. Um, my only mm. question is, I think he's better as a wing-back than a, as a right-back. Um, but um, at the same time, I, I, in, in Tottenham's case, it's an improvement on Serge Aurier. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that was the main thing. They needed to improve that position, and they had done yeah. so now. Have you, yeah. uh, have, you been watching, have you watched any of the new Tottenham series yet? I have not. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm getting onto it in the yeah. coming days. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it this week. 100%. Yeah, I, I've I've already seen all three episodes. It's really good. There's really only good. three episodes of it. Yeah, only so far three episodes. They're oh, right, they've episodes. not released them all at once. Okay, yeah. but um, yeah, it's brilliant. It's really good. So the other um, big so there's two there was two big stories during the week transfers, and obviously there's one that we will get to, but I'm going to give Matt an opportunity here to gush. There was one team in particular that had a very busy week over the last, since we last recorded. Yeah, and made quite a few signings. Matt, how do you rate these signings? Well, it all started last week um, when our first signing came in, who was Ben Chilwell. Um, if I had to rate all this, I'll, I'll rate him all out of 10 if you want. So uh, Ben Chilwell, um, I wouldn't say he had the greatest season last year. But Still top three left back in the league. But he's 23 years old. He is a left back, which is one of the main positions that Chelsea needed. Um, so I'd say that's a very solid signing. 50 million, yeah, fair enough. Today's market, I'd give it an eight out of ten. To be honest, I expected them to rent you for more. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm telling you, Chelsea's negotiating team at the moment are pretty good. Mm. <laughs> and they yeah. reckon we're going to sell back Yoko. We're going to get all our money back for him as well. I'm telling you, yeah. there's, there's method to this loan system. With there's quite, loan. there's quite a few yeah. of the top teams. I've got some good negotiating systems. To yeah. this day, I don't know how Liverpool got. Bournemouth to pay twenty million for Dominic Solanke. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, <laughs> then, uh, the next day we signed Malang Sar on a free from Nice. Twenty-one. Young centre back. Yeah, he was supposed to be highly rated at one stage. I don't know much about him to be honest, but um, at the same time we need a new defence, and if we could get someone in um, who's young and a centre back who's supposed to be quite mm. nice, that, that should be nice. My only question is why are we sending him out on loan? Um, because we, we need we need a new defence now. Well, I think maybe to to actually get him game time, because if you look at your defensive options, does he get in above Rüdiger and Aspilicueta, Tamori, Thiago Silva? If, if he works hard, um, at, at the moment, um, I tell you what, I was, yeah, like I said, I was watching Chelsea's game against Brighton before the Liverpool game on, on Saturday. Rüdiger's not playing well. Rüdiger is really yeah. not playing well. If if I was Tamori, not Saar now, obviously, but if I was Tamori and Christensen, I'd be um, and Zuma, I'd be licking my lips at the chance to try and get in front of Rüdiger. Yeah. Because it looks like Silva's going to come in and he'll be straight away uh, one of the main centre-backs. Yeah. Um, if you look at it this way, though, just to... Mm. Sorry, cut in. No, no, if, if your signings pan out, yeah. your back four for the next 
near decades, it will be Chilwell, Rhys James, Malang Saar, and Tomori. So you have a, you've got like a good young group there, players that's, with. That's, you still even Ampadu out. as well. My own, my, yeah, Ethan Ampadu looks class, but he might even play CDM. Um, my, yeah. my, my, and he could play next to Billy Kilmore. Um, yeah, we we got so much young players at the moment, but the, that's the thing. They're young players, and not all the young players manage to come through and be that great thing. Yeah. Uh, look, look at Hudson Odoi, for example. He's been bang average for the last... Mm-hmm. Last um, well, I mean, he's come back from a bad injury, so I can't be too harsh. But did you see um, it, did you see the Timo Werner goal the other day? I haven't yet. The <laughs> Hudson Adoy Timo Werner. So. Yeah, um, so Ziyech just had a great cross. Hudson Adoy has done the worst header I think I've ever seen in the history of football, and he somehow managed to get an assist for it because it's back. He's headed it to, to score, and it's come off, it's hit the side of his face, and it's rolled into Werner, who's then put it away. Um, right. So yeah, Hudson Adoy needs to improve. Um, we all know that. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, again, look at the youth players. My only question with Tamori and Saar, if them two were a back back pairing, they're quite, for, for centre-backs, they're a bit shorter than the usual lot, aren't they? They're yeah, about... so was so was Carlos Puyo. Yeah, it's true. But, uh, I mean, they're both very, quite quick, so they can yeah. make up for that. I'd, mm. I'd argue at the moment, like, for me, personally, at the moment, the way he's playing, I'd, I'd happily let Rudiger go if a big came in for him. Yeah, people uh, need to leave uh, that two centre backs go. To be honest, yeah, Chris Christensen. Well, it's interesting. Um, I'm, I heard from a source um, <laughs> um, that Christensen is moving into a new house around Cobham, so it don't look like he's he's going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um. So um, yeah. I mean, for me, Zuma over Rudiger at the moment, probably. Um, and I hope Tomori can fight for his place again because he 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 wasn't really part of the um the lockdown period, was he? So, yeah, I mean, it's looking better now defensively. So, we've got left-back sorted. We've got short-term Thiago Silva, maybe long-term Saar. Maybe, depending on what happens, we could get someone in next year. Um, but for now, I'm happy. And Has there been any update in the Havertz deal? Because that was supposed to be announced last week as well, and that's kind of gone quiet. Well, yeah, this is the thing. So, um, they reckon... Well, I mean, look, we've been saying it for about a month. Yeah, it's going to be confirmed. They reckon it's a done deal... Uh, the Leverkusen manager came out yesterday saying he doesn't expect to see him at Leverkusen again. Um, so it's just a matter of time when Chelsea decide to announce him. So I'm right. assuming um, the only problem is now he's away for international um, duty with Germany. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a bit hard to announce it now. I'm assuming it will either be announced in the next two or three days, or it could be another two weeks whenever he's he, he comes back from international. Duty. Right. Okay. So it's, um, it's a bit annoying, but yeah. So, unless anyone can think of other big deals, so like one that's come to mind is Rodrigo to Leeds, but we kind of discussed that last week. Yeah. Shall and we address? <laughs> shall, shall we address the big story of the week quickly? Oh, oh, I tell you what, I've got one more. Um, they reckon Inter Milan have trying to bid for Nagolo Kante. Um, they had a bid rejected mm. apparently for about forty, forty-ish million. I can't remember the exact amount. Yeah. Chelsea would hold out for roughly about 60 million. If you were Chelsea, would you let him go for 60 million? See, the problem is you think about N'Golo Kante when Leicester, Chelsea, World Cup, but mm. he's he's not even really as main a player for you guys now as he was just a couple of years ago because no. injuries and you've had other players come in. I don't know. For 60 but, million, probably actually. I probably the, would. The, on, the only question thing I have, okay, yeah, he's 29 years old now. Um, so he's, you know... 60 million at that age is quite nice. Uh, the only problem I have is that Chelsea, if we get rid of him, um, we wouldn't have a defensive kind of midfielder. Now, that could change 
if we go for a player who I think will inevitably end up at Chelsea at some stage, and that would be Declan Rice. Um, so I think it depends if we're after Rice, we might let him go. But um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Kante left. As a Chelsea fan, do you want to keep Kante or let him go? Do you know what? If you asked me this last year, I would have been like, no, absolutely, I don't want to let him go. But he's had a, a rough year with injuries. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the team now and I'm thinking, Havertz is in, Mount's in, Kovacic is our player of the year. I'm starting to think, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't be too angry if we let Kante go. So I'd probably say, if the money came in for him, yeah, I'd say, might be time to part ways. But um, right. it's, a, it's a risky one. <laughs> so, were we all shocked to hear the news over the last week or did, did we all think it was coming? Um, I mean, I for, anyone, for anyone who's lived under a rock, by the way, yeah. I am referring to the fact that Alino Messi has demanded his release from Barcelona since he moved there at the age of eight years old. Yeah, they've done a lot. Um, they've done a lot for him over the years. <laughs> um, they have done a lot uh, for him all for his life. It's a really sour end to his career at Barcelona. <laughs> um, I, I personally, I never thought he'd leave Barcelona. Um, I think I said it on the pods. I don't well, think he'd go, but um, he wants out big time. So, here, here's the thing with the story so far. So, Messi is trying to argue. There was a clause in his contract that said, when you enter the last year of his contract, if by the end of June he wanted out, I think I believe the date. Sorry, was I might get this wrong. It might be a different date, but basically, there was a date in June that by that date he wanted out. They would cancel the last year of his contract, mm. and he'd be he'd be gone on a free. Messi is now trying to argue because of the delay in the season, he can still demand that now. Mm. Although in the contract, it didn't say end of season, it says the date. So likely, it's already been confirmed, I believe, that La Liga have said he doesn't have a case. So people, if people want to sign him, they would have to put a bid into Barcelona that they find acceptable or pay his release clause which could is you, currently 700 million euros. Could you not see him somehow worming his way out of it, finding a way to say that he is a free agent? No, I could see him refusing. I could see him setting out the season. I can't see any legal way he can now get out of his contract. Barcelona might choose to sell him to let the matter just go. It looks to me, if he leaves Barcelona, he's going to one club and it's City. Would they even put in the money for him? The thing that I don't think they pay the fee for him, not the fee Barcelona would demand. Mm. I don't even know if they'd pay the wages Messi would demand. Because if you've seen some of the contracts, supposedly he's at, that he'd be getting paid, they are. If, if, any, if anybody could, if anybody could afford it, it's them. I don't even I, think they would bother though. If that I makes sense. That, but would they still make a profit on him through sales of shirts and stuff like that? I think they'd have to let a couple of players go. Like, what I mean is, who, so who do they got to play on the right side? Mares, Mares, Bernardo Silva. Yeah, one of them's got to go. I think if you're going to try and bring Messi in, and if you're City, Bernardo to centre midfield, then you got like go Mares or something. What I mean but is, have Messi always... as a starter and Mares as a backup. Yeah, but just, always just to clear the finances because they still, yeah. even though we talk about financial fair play being a joke. Messi's argument was they, sorry, Man City's argument at the time was they didn't break it, you mm. know. Um, whereas in this case with Messi, they'd have to find some way to get money in to balance the books because his wages mm. would be ridiculous. Yeah. I think they said the contract would be something like, um, about something like 600 a week or something. 
Yeah, something like that. I, I think City will definitely pay it if they can get him on a on a on the free. Um, I mean, I, I City aren't no most. I mean, they're not going to pay the, the the supposed release clause for him. Um, I don't think any club could not, not without having to sell a few players to balance the books. But he he's he's not going to play for Barca again now, is he? He may if no one comes in for him. and He's got a year left. He he may end up there, kind of like Coutinho at Liverpool. Mm. Uh, how he didn't play at all and then as soon as the transfer window was over he started yeah. playing again um, same with a few other players in the past we've seen like set out and then they come back after a few weeks he, he might give one last year and then go on a free if he can't get out mm. there's rumours now that he's demanding a l- lucrative deal for Barcelona to stay I don't know <sighs> to me it makes Messi actually look a bit bad in a way like Ronaldo left winning the Champions League he was saying I'm going to leave I'm done. I've done everything I wanted to do here. He left on pretty good terms for Real Madrid and their fans. Fee was agreed, 100 million. He was gone, but he left good terms. Yeah. That's not the case here. Messi looks like he's running away from a challenge. Yes. There was rumours that apparently this demand to leave came after Ronald Koeman sat, basically walked in and said, right, it's time now to put the team first. No more. Um, get with the program or get lost, basically kind of, uh, you know, mm. I'm in charge now, we're doing it my way. Which is fair. He's the manager. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, it's, it's not worked their way. Mm. It hasn't worked their way for a few years. I'm coming in, I'm doing it my way. And apparently Messi was not happy with that and demanded his release. That's one version of this I've heard. I do not know if it's true or not, but mm. if that's the case, it makes him look really bad. There's yeah. some reports he demanded his release in July, in the start of July. Yeah. Um, but like you say, we don't know the truth here. And more and more stuff's coming out every day, different versions of offence. Yeah. But we've seen Barcelona, they've let go of Rakitic, Suarez has probably gone in the next couple of weeks. A few yeah. other players will probably go. It's a real interesting time there. I think it just goes to show just how cancerous it is at Barcelona right now. Just how <laughs> bloody awful mm. it's gotten. Mm. Well, if you think about how it, they're get out of it, Real Madrid steady, um, steady the ship that is... Madrid quite well after Ronaldo left. Yeah, they had a bad season, but then they signed a good few young players. They've developed players in their own youth system. They turned it around. And then in the next season after that, they won the league. Um, yeah. The difference with Real Madrid was though, even though what their best player left, they still had a decent core. Whereas I think with Barcelona, their whole core is fucked. No, but Real Madrid handled it well because Real Madrid's yeah. core was getting older and older. Now they've had an influx in young players, you know, Valverde, Eder Militao, you know, Courtois for Navas, like they've brought in younger players now. You've got, you've got Rodrigo, Vinicius Jr. And, you know, they've still got their older players there, but now that you've got a good combination, whereas Barcelona haven't been brilliant at doing that. You know, they brought in Malcolm, shipped him out next year. They brought in Coutinho, shipped him out. Griezmann's not done well there, per se. Um, you know, the only young player that we've seen at Barcelona in the last couple of years who's actually stood out is Ansu Fati. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, this is like what we've said. Um, you know, Barca are in a stage now where they need to look, look towards the future. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens anyway. <laughs> okay, so we're going to jump straight into the Fantasy League draft. Uh, before we get into it, Anthony, do you want to just explain it quickly? Yeah, I'm well done. scared. Um, so, basically, unlike usually, so it's the Fantasy Premier League app, which most people have used before. Um, Unlike how you usually set up a team where you have a certain amount of budget and, you know, you pick whoever you want and other people have the same players, different players, whatever. This is just the three of us for the podcast, fancy drafts. Um, 
where none of us can have the same players. So, for instance, if Stephen, let's say, gets the first pick and he picks uh, Mohamed Salah, Mohamed Salah's gone, neither Matt or I can get him. Um, instead, like, let's say, if I went for Bamiyang and that meant the other two cannot get it and so on and so on, and you understand. There, from what I can gather, there's no limit on like how much. So it's not like a, you've only got 95 million, I believe, is what the usual sum is. 100 million, yeah. 100 million, sorry. No budget. Ooh, that's great. Yeah, it's, it's no budget, I believe. I can't see anywhere. It doesn't send them a budget. Yeah. Uh, so if either of you two are aware. Um, that's good because my watch list is literally yeah, like it, the it, <laughs> the, So obviously the draft will commence shortly. Um, yeah. We've got our watch list sorted. How many players do you have on your watch list, Stephen, about giving away who's on there? 41, currently. 41? Yeah, Matt, I've got like I've got thirty. Might be a budget. I've got like expensive and cheap options. Yeah, I've got thirty. I have twenty-seven, but I've okay. done my research beforehand, so I'm, I've just been very concise. Yeah, um, I'm, I had I'm to help my scared. brother. Yeah, I'm I just get about when it comes to the uh, lower side. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, it's the same as always. Remember, you always tend to prioritize your strikers and yeah, attacking yeah. players more. Um, I'm another, for <laughs> no, I'm another big thing is also remember Man City, Man United do not have any games. Is there a limit of the amount we can have from one club? It doesn't say anything, but I'm assuming it's going to be three from each club as usual. I yeah, I'd assume so. Well, um, why don't we work on that basis anyway? Thirty no. seconds, just quickly. We're going to go through all the team names. Uh, my team name is in uh, memory of uh, the Stone Roses and Callum Hunter Adoy. It's called I Want to Be Adoyed. And my I name am, wasn't my actual name, but it's... Dallas Guardians of the Galaxy, Stephen. <laughs> I, I am known as Boom Shakalaka, named Absol- after the great Arsenal captain. Oh, absolutely terrible. Um, no, literally. Here we go, eight seconds. And who's going to have, gonna have the first gonna be... pick? Oh, it's good. Three, two, one. Here it's we go. Me. Oh. Ah, Kevin De Bruyne, in he comes. It's me, shit. Um... Boss, Kevin De Bruyne. I'm going to take Bruno Fernandes. Oh. Okay, if that's the case then, I'm taking Mohamed Salah. Oh, it's me again. I get... Yes, sweet. What? You okay. get two? No. I'm going that's to go that. for top goals, one of the top goal scorers of the last two years in a row now. I'm picking Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. I was so close to choosing. What the hell? That's Salah sweet. and Aubameyang. I'm going to pick Trent Alexander-Arnold. Oh, that is good. Yeah, I'm going to go say Jay Mane. It's me again. Um, Virgil van Dijk. Oh, no. Just to be annoying, I think you know who I'm going to pick. Good old Andy Robertson. Uh, you've taken all the heads. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I'm taking Mr. Harry Kane. You again, Ant? Oh. Yep. So... Let's see, I should probably get a defender on the board now, shouldn't I? Um, where are my defenders? Um, let's go with, for, hailing from Sheffield United, Baldock. Interesting. Make sure I click the right player there. Yep. Right, so one thing I want to know is, does this player count as a forward or a midfielder? Who? Yeah, do wingers count as forwards or midfielders? Depends which ones. Uh, it yeah, why is it not on my watch list? It says next to them it's forward, middle, defender. So, so it does. Has someone already picked Mane? Yeah. I've yes. Oh, <laughs> fuck's sake. Um, 
Mate, I'm just happy with Salah, Bamiyang, Kane. Yeah. Three penalty takers there. Uh, I'm going to go for Raheem Sterling. Okay, I am going to take a massive punt and I'm going to say Timo Werner. Knew it. I'm also going to take another massive... No, I'm not. I'm going to take Human Son. What's really annoying yeah. is Marcus Rashford is listed as a midfielder on this, not a forward. Yeah. yeah. Which fucking sucks. Okay, uh, so... Steven, sorry, not me. Oh, fuck. Because um, he was going to be my choice for my forward. He's, this is a midfielder, which is really annoying. Mm. Um, I'm going to take a bit of a risk here. I think I'm going to pick Sergio Aguero, even though he might get injured. Yeah. Um, risk, so, I'm going to pick Suyunku from Leicester City. Nice. And it should go again. Yep. I'm just making sure I'm not picking too many players from each team. Um, I'm going to pick... Get another striker on the board because I've only got one. Let's go with Jamie Vardy. Right, I'm going to pick Imeric Laporte. I am going to go for picks so far. Anthony Marshall. Oh, and I've got another. Um, oh, now this is where it's getting a bit tasty. I'm going to go. Oh, this is tough. Um, do I take another punt on a player who I think is going to be quite good next season? But he's, he might also be injured. I've got two midfielders left. I've got one striker left. You've not touched any defenders yet. So it's I've, I've got fantastic. one. No. Okay, I'm going to go for another defender. I'm going to go for Kieran Turney. Oh. Uh, so is there, is there definitely three per team limit? Because I want to pick a limit. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know. But yeah. you know what? I'm probably not going to pick any other Liverpool players. So I'm going to draft Fabinho. Yeah. Okay. So it's me. There's a player I want to pick, but he's not on my draft board. I don't think anyone else has picked him yet. But firstly, before I do that, I'm going to pick a goalkeeper and I'm going to pick Pope from Burnley. That's what I was going to have. And then I'm going to pick the other player that I could have sworn was in my draft, was in my uh, watch list. Mm. Where is he? There he is. I'm going to pick Connor Cody. Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to test this one. I've already got three city players, but I'm going to pick another. I'm going to pick Edison. Okay, you've got Edison, you've got Pope, so I'm going to get my goalkeeper out of the way as well in that case. I'm going to choose Alisson. Mm-hmm. My pick again. Um, I need to pick. I'm going to gamble. Hakim Ziyech. I was literally just going to pick him. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, is Rashford... No, Rashford's a left winger, isn't he? Uh, I haven't got a right winger yet. Mm. It doesn't matter, per se. They just stick oh. the midfield in. Like, what I mean is, it doesn't matter. that You don't need a central midfielder. You can have, like, five wingers. Cause okay, just... then. I'll, I'm going to be picking Marcus Rashford then. Why though. did I do that? Because that was my pick. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Um, yeah. I'm going to pick Adam Atriori. He got oh, quite a few good amount of points it. last year. Got it. Let's see. Oh, he's a forward. Um... I have, you have longer to pick than I am, I, I thought. I thought it was going to be like 10 seconds or something. No, no, that's <laughs> not fair. Having evil. <laughs> I'm going to take a bit of a gamble. I've been watching a couple of like people recommend this player because apparently they think he's going to have a really good season. Mm. I'm going to pick Saint Maximum. Oh, gutted. 
is it now, Stephen? If I've got him on my watch that's just to do, I'm going to pick James Tarkovsky. Oh, no, that's my other defender. Uh, <coughs> oh. I need to write low. I need to get some defenders going. So let's go for need to make sure we've not got more than two players from each team so far. I'm good. More than two? I've got four Man City players. <laughs> oh, oh, someone's <laughs> broke the rules. Defenders. Defenders. We are also able to trade, something I might have forgot to tell anyone. Uh, uh, we yes. can trade players. So if Stephen doesn't want to cheat and get rid of one of his Man City players... Um, oh, I might just go for another striker for now uh, because the defenders are pretty screwed anyway. I am going to choose Rich Arlison. Also on my draft board, he's gone. And it's me again. Um, okay, so now I, now I will definitely get a defender. Um, I've got one defender in mind, but I'm going to leave him until later because I don't think either of you two will have him. Um, he's so... he's going to pick you out with Silver, Stephen. No, it's, it's not too obvious. I don't even think he's available with it yet, is he? <laughs> okay, take your time, mate. You've got loads of time. Um, oh, on the no, I can't. I see. I, I was just thinking of someone, but I can't have him because I'm having him, and I don't want two two defenders from the same team. So no more Chelsea players. No more Chelsea players, mate. Um, Am I the only one sticking to the three players from each team role then? No, I'm. I I, I am. Um, do I take Gomez? No, I have one Liverpool player in my team because you guys snapped the rest of them up. Yeah. I'm really struggling for this defender. I think it's a really obvious okay. one that you haven't got. Who is it? Um, You've really maximised your time here. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to... I'm going to have to use my wild card because I'm running out of time. I am choosing... Uh, don't laugh at me. Tariq Lamptey from Brighton. <laughs> okay. I think he's going to have a good season. So I'm going to go for the Mexican legend, Raul Jimenez. Also on my draft board, he's gone now. Yeah. Um, I'm picking... So I've already got Baldock from Sheffield United. I'm picking his friend, Stevens. Um, Interesting. And then I'm picking one last striker to, part, to be alongside Harry Kane and Jamie Vardy. My highest, the highest draft rank left for, on my draft board... And I'm picking the former Liverpool man, the St. Mary's wonder, Danny Ings. Ings. Right, I'm going to pick, I believe he's the Chelsea captain. It's good old Dave. Hey, that's a good Defenders. Um, okay, I'll take a punt on this one because I've only got one other person from this club. I'm going to take Aaron Wan-Bissaka. And it's me again. Um, okay, let's think. I've got, I haven't got a Burnley defender. And why have I not got a Burnley defender? Um, Isn't the most obvious one of the Burnley defenders, mate? Do I take Mings or do I take Ben Me? I'm going to take Ben Me. I haven't got any Leicester players yet, funnily enough, so I'm going to be taking Yuri Tielemans. I've only got one player left. Oh, no, two players. I've got a keeper. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I'm going to quickly select my final keeper, and that will be Casper Schmeichel. And then I'm going to pick my final midfielder. And I think this is actually a good pick. Some might disagree. Don't care. Mason Greenwood. Did somebody pick Jamie Vardy? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Uh, okay. Um, and I draw, just for the bants and because he's ex-Brentford, I'm going to be picking Neil Morpo. 
Okay, so I've only got one midfielder and one goalkeeper left. Um, looking at the midfielders available, we've got Mares, Pulisic, Ali, Pepe, Pogba, Willian, Bernardo Silva. For some reason, I've got Phil Foden going in my head. I've got Phil Foden in my head. Not an awful, not an awful show. Um, Potentially also, pretty good. I've also got Saka and Lucas Moura. Um, I've already got C.H. and Werner, so I'm not going to take Pulisic. Uh, who have I got from City? I've only got De Bruyne from City. I don't think I've got a single man player actually. But who's going to play more, Mares or Foden? I feel like I feel like Foden might start this season. Maybe, maybe. Then you've also got Harvey Barnes. You've got Özil. <laughs> um, you've also got <laughs> Lalana. Um, Ward Prowse. He's is definitely going to get more game time this year. Ward Prowse. Is... Wilfred and Didi. Yeah, true. Uh, Ward, Ward Prowse is quite a good shout, I think. Greenwich? I'm, I'm going to play it safe, and I'm going to go for either Saka or Foden, because Saka's quite on quite good form. But I feel like City, they'll be winning games 3-4-0, and Foden's always going to score a goal, isn't he? Declan Rice? you got five seconds, by the way. I'm going to go for Foden. Gamble. You really do maximise your time. Yeah. And it's me again, is it? It's our last pick. So it's just the goalkeeper. Right. Uh, goalkeeper. Um, so I've got Larice. I mean, no, I've got uh, Alison. Larice, where did I get Larice from? I might as well <laughs> go for Kepper. No, I'm joking. Um, I, I suppose I'll go for uh, Larice. Or do I go Henderson? Thing is, they've got Mourinho as manager and he's going to be getting loads of one nils, nil nils. Okay, Hugo Larice, last pick. That's my backup keeper. I did have. Patricio and Fabianski down, but I've just thought of someone who might be a bit of a wild card, and I'm going to pick Matt Ryan. Mm. Well, I was no, thinking Dean Henderson. Sure. I was thinking Dean Henderson. But he's not going to get much he... game time. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah. he he's starting for Brighton every week. Who, Dean no, Henderson. Henderson? Oh, no, I picked Matt Ryan, not Dean Henderson. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right, so I have now the final pick. I've got a good minute and 10 seconds to decide between every single defender left. Mm. I'm looking at Doherty, Digna, Walker. Did you pick Ben Me in the end? I did, yes. I'm now just trying to think what defenders are actually going to get a good number of assists or goals. Dunk, maybe. Yeah, Dunk, Dunk's the next one down the line, really, isn't he? Um, yeah. I think I'm going to go for Doherty. He gets a, a couple of goals, a couple of assists a season. Mm. Plus, now he's at a team where he's probably going to get a few more assists as well. You know, yeah. just lob the ball into Harry Kane. Um, yeah, I'm trusting you, Doherty. Let me down and, well, there's nothing I'll do about it. <laughs> and there we go. So, so that is it. Let that us see. Um, that is the team. Um, we can do trades if anyone wants to trade at all. Um, oh, how do you do that? This is a team and a half. You can just On my team. You can do trades... Um, where is my team? Stephen, would you like to trade Alexander-Arnold for um, Tarek Lanty? No. Okay, well, I try. I need to trade off a Man City player, actually. Yeah. So, I've, I'm very happy with my team, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm pretty guessed. It's, what Man City players do you have, Stephen? I have Edison, Laporte, Sterling and Aguero. And of all of those, I'll be most willing to trade Edison one of your keepers right well I was gonna give you the option due to him being slightly injury prone of trading you either 
Danny Ings or Jamie Vardy for um, Aguero? I'd definitely trade Vardy for Aguero. Yeah, because one I've got I've got Kane Vardy Ings. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll trade Vardy for Aguero. That's good. Yeah. All right. Now let cool. me just do trade and. So you know, um, City, United, Burnley, and some other team aren't starting in the first week of games. Yes. Does that mean it's best for us to just not play them players like bench them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. bench those players the first week. Okay. So, so it's United, it's United, City, Burnley, and then there must be someone else. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. That's gonna be a bit evil for me first week because I've got quite a few players who won't be playing, but. Um, I'm thinking long-term picture, you know. Is it Arsenal who aren't playing as well? No, I think Arsenal are playing. They're, they're playing Fulham. Well, can you change okay. the formation? Yeah, you, yeah. you just switch it around. So I've got a 3-4-3 three, three going at the moment. I've got a 3-5-2 at the moment. That's with Foden, wan and Ben Mee all on the bench because I don't think any of them are playing. I've got a 3-5-2, but to be honest, I might throw in my attacker there and take out like Greenwood because I don't know if Greenwood's going to start that often. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty happy with my team. I mean, I'm, the problem with my team is I'm spoiled for choice. So who is like, who do I bench? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's think because we've not done it with the um, mm. transfer budgets due to the fact it's been a draft, not a league. Yeah. The same way, you know, we've been able to pick a couple more players than we probably could have. I know for a fact I couldn't afford my team. Yeah, but I'm happy with this. I've got you know a very good midfield. I like to think. Not single holding midfielder, but even still. Um, where do I? How do I view the uh, the trades? Oh yeah, offered. Um, trade AM. I offered you the trade. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it to you just just to make things a bit more interesting. I'll trade so, away Vardy. I've got Aubameyang, Salah, Kane, Danny Ings in my starting lineup. You know. So who so. have you two just traded? Guerrero for Jamie Vardy. Interesting. Right. I could have saved your team, but I don't think it's actually worked. Right. The, so, I am going to have to play four at the back, four midfield, two up front in the first week because uh, Greenwood, Aguero, and Pope are not playing. So. Yeah, so I've got the problem here. Oh, no, Ricarlison's playing. So Martial's not playing. Foden's not playing. So De Bruyne's not playing. So I've got too many that aren't going to be playing in the first week. Um, Saha, I'm quite clever then. But long term, long term is what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, should we all go through our teams then for the first uh, yes. game week? Shall we do it by position, or shall we do just each do our team and then the next person do their team? Yeah, we'll just do each do our team. So, uh, okay. Stephen, Stephen, do you want to go first? In goal, I have Edison as my defenders. I have Alexander Arnold, Robertson. Laporte and Tarkovsky. In midfield, I have Bruno Fernandes, Raheem Sterling, Fabinho, Marcus Rashford and Yuri Tielemans. And then up front, I have Vardy. And then on the bench, I have Matt Ryan, Neil Morpé, Raul Jimenez and Dave as Equator. Lovely. Big up, Dave. I'd, I'd probably throw in... Um, I'd probably... Th- if if you want any tips, I'd throw in Jimenez for Laporte because then play three at the back, two up front. You're more likely to get more points because Jimenez is more likely to score and Laporte's, you know. Mm-hmm. Defenders on average get less points than strikers. Um, so you tend to want to play more attacking players. I'll consider. <laughs> um, okay, I'll do my team next. So my big problem is uh, quite a few of them. Out of my team... 
five of them aren't going to be available for the first game week. Is that starters in general? Um, in general. So I've got okay. two, start, two starters that aren't going to be available. But um, I've got a three, four, uh, I've got three, five, two going. Mm-hmm. Allison in goal. Back three yep. at the moment of Virgil van Dijk, Kieran Tierney and Tariq Lamptey. Midfield, Kevin De Bruyne, Sadio Mane, Heung-Min Son, Hakim Ziyech, Phil Foden. Up front, Timo Werner and Richarlison. On the bench, I have Anthony Martial, Juan Bissaka, Ben Mee and Hugo Lloris. So, we'll move on to my team then. And representing Boom Shakalaka this season, um, I have Kasper Schmeichel in goal. I have a back four of Baldock, Stevens, Siyunku and the main man, Connor Cody. Usually I'll be playing a three at the back, but what can you do? Uh, my midfield consists of Seth Maximum, Adam Traore, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, and Mohamed Salah. And up front, I am playing Danny Ings and Harry Kane. Is apparently Aubameyang's a midfielder. <laughs> yes, because he plays on the wing. Yeah. Um, most weeks that will be switched to one of the Sheffield defenders sitting out, or Sionko sitting out for Aguero, playing front three of Harry Kane, Danny Ings and Kun Aguero. Wouldn't yeah. you love to see it? Yeah, it would be great. I think if, 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 all, if all my players were available, I'd probably switch Wan-Bissaka on for Lamptey and I'd probably have Martial on for... Yeah, I'd have to make some adjustments because some players yeah. are unavailable. But we'll see. That's the game mm. at the end of the day. Even having Ben Mee on the bench seems a bit criminal, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. Are, you, are you happy with your team's boys? Or, do you think you, or is there a couple of players you would have picked instead of who you picked at the time? Um, the only player I, I, I've got that I missed out on is um, Alexander-Arnold. That's the only yeah. one. That's, a, that's one of the major ones I'm disappointed in, but I, pe- I picked Aubameyang over him. So, you know, I've got, I've got yeah. Salah who gets about 13 assists and 20 goals yeah. a season. Aubameyang gets over 20 goals a season. I went, I went in and the two players that I wanted more than anybody were De Bruyne and Romani. And I've got both of them, so we'll take it. Yeah, I, yeah, did, not get, I did not get the one I wanted, which was De Bruyne, but we knew he'd be the first player gone. I'm happy with Harry Kane, Aubameyang, and Salah. Mm. I'm incredibly happy with those three. I feel like I'm going to get quite a few points yeah. from those three. My, my main problem is, is, is I've got too much choice. You know, that's, that's, that's my main problem. <laughs> yep. So we'll have to see who, when, who does this. Um, I, one other thing I want to put out there is, so I believe next week's episode is the final episode before the Premier League season returns. Mm. Uh, I, think, I think that's the case. So with that, will we be bringing back our predictions weekly or were we... I would happily bring him back. Yeah. Takes yep. up half an hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Oh, good fun. So, mate. yes, the first, the first uh, run of games is Saturday the 12th of September. So, oh. yes, next week's episode is the final one. Shall we do our start of the season predictions? Can do, yeah. That'd be fun. Who's getting How long the transfer window have we got left? Start of October. Because yeah, because I think it's unfair to predict the, the league table when like. But to be honest, mo- no, but no, but to be honest, most of the teams won't be doing too many deals. Like you won't notice a lot of differences yeah, enough, between, yeah. like you might maybe a couple of signings, but no team's going to sign like five or six players. You know, yeah. no one's going to pull a Chelsea. Yeah. And most of the deals will probably be done before the league starts. A couple more, but mm. I think I think. You kind of have an idea, like when we have if Leeds, let's say you have West Brom as the team that are going down in twentieth place. 
Yeah. I doubt they're going to make any amazing signings that have you changing your mind from them, like no longer being relegation. Yeah. Um, the main for me is City, if City sign Messi, that's the thing. <laughs> Which probably isn't going to happen. To, to be honest, if they're going to sign Messi, that will probably happen before the window, um, before the season starts. <laughs> the scenes. Um, oh, man. Um, well, then, should we just wrap, wrap this up? Yeah. Oh, oh bosh. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Off the Woodwork podcast. I am Matt Perry. I'm joined by Stephen Hall and Anthony Bill. That is our fantasy Premier League team. Next week, we'll be going on to predictions for the Premier League in general and first round of fixtures and anything else that pops up in the next week because I'm sure there will be a load of stuff. Anyway, until then, see you next time. Cheers. Thank you. Cool.